Welcome to Talk Healthy to Me. I'm your host, Brindley Joyner, and on this podcast, we chat about living healthy, happy, and fulfilling lives. From fitness to relationships to business, we really cover it all. Let's get into it. Happy Monday, and welcome to another episode of Talk Healthy to Me. I am your host, Brindley Joyner, and today's episode, we're going to be talking about inner peace. I saw a quote on Instagram that said, inner peace is the new wealth, and I was like, that is so valid. That is so true, and you know what? We need to talk about this on the podcast. So before we get into the main part of the episode, let's do a quick recap. It's been a pretty good week. It's been very busy here in Florida, very hot. We're going through like a crazy heat wave every time that I get on my phone to go for a walk, I get a warning that says excessive heat, stay indoors. And I'm like, no, I still go outside anyways. But yeah, it's been really hot. A lot of fun beach days, a lot of fun workouts, time with friends here, and really just savoring some summer Florida memories before we get ready to go to Hawaii. We are leaving in four days to go to Georgia, and then we'll spend a couple days in Georgia with Lucas's family, and then we'll be in Hawaii after that. And then we won't be back home in Florida until fall slash winter. So we're really just soaking up the last memories of summer here in Florida with friends and family and everything before we leave for that. My highlight of the week, we did our very first community meetup for Honey Swim, which is our swim brand. If you're not familiar with it, it is just the Honey Swim on Instagram, but it's our swimsuit brand. And we did a meetup for a sunset swim in 30A and it was truly one of the best nights of my life. For sure, this summer, the best night of my life. I met, there was like 40 girls that came from the public and then some of our friends that we invited as well. And everybody showed up. We were just listening to music, chatting, having snacks, hanging out and just meeting everybody. And it was so cool because so many girls that just moved here like in the past month that are just like needing community and wanting to meet people. So many people were able to meet friends that I didn't know before there. And it was just so awesome to like not only have conversations with everybody myself, but like see everyone else mingling and getting each other's numbers and like making friends that they can actually keep hanging out with and keep going to sunset dunks and everything. So that was the highlight of my week, my summer, everything. Um, And then of course we ran into the ocean, swam, and it was so funny. Nobody wanted to get out. Like we stayed until it was the absolute like darkest that we could possibly stay in there without it being pitch black. And then we finally decided to get out and left. But even after that, it was like the conversation just didn't stop. And I just left feeling like my heart was bursting so full and it was kind of bittersweet because obviously I'm really, really excited and grateful to be going back to Hawaii. It's like my favorite place on earth, but I was like, wow, I wish we would have done this earlier in the summer so I could keep hanging out with all these fun girls because I had no idea that many girls my age even lived here. And just by putting it on my story and seeing who showed up, like it was so many people that I would love to keep hanging out with. So that was really awesome. I definitely hope to keep doing it when we get back from Hawaii in the fall time, depending on how chilly it is. We might have to do like barbecues or bonfires or something else. But yeah, just an awesome time. That was my high of the week. I don't really have a low of the week and I don't want to sit here and like force myself to think of one. So we'll just end with that there and we'll get into the main portion of the episode. So inner peace. Um, I already told you the one quote that I heard that kind of sparked me to talk about this and that's inner peace is the new wealth. I also found another quote that said the pursuit of inner peace is more important than the search for happiness or success by Chris Shea, I think is how I say it. Um, And that really stood out to me as well. Like think about that quote, the pursuit of inner peace is more important than the search for happiness or the search for success. And I got to thinking, I was like, why would that be true? Why is that true? And I think the way I interpret that is because when you are in pursuit of inner peace, 
happiness and success just come along with that. Like they're the byproduct of that inner peace. I think that's truth for me. I think that's truth for a lot of people because when you're in pursuit of inner peace, you're doing things that support the lifestyle that you're trying to build. You're doing things that bring you joy, that bring you calmness, clarity, serenity, happiness, and ultimately success. Again, all of these things are kind of subjective. So my version of success might not be your version of success, but for me, success is living a life that I feel purposeful, passionate, and just grateful and in love with the little things every single day. So I think in a pursuit for inner peace, that lifestyle also comes along. Let's start with what is actually the definition of inner peace. And this is kind of a hard one to give you a concrete answer to that question because you can look online and find everybody's definition of it. But it's so true that your definition of inner peace might be different than mine. It might look or feel different. And I think when you say inner peace, you almost have this intrinsic, like you kind of know what that looks like for you or what that would look like for you, but it's kind of hard to put it down on paper. But one definition that I really resonated with is inner peace is a deliberate state, either psychological or spiritual calmness, despite the potential presence of stressors in your life. And to put it more in my own terms, I would say inner peace is a state of being, period, just a state of being. And inner peace for me doesn't look like extreme highs, like high excitement and super duper fun moments and all the really like exciting good stuff that's not necessarily inner peace, even though I love those moments of life as well. And it also isn't sad, lonely, or even like boredom. It's more of a calmness and contentness just in the mundane right where you are. And it's about balance and harmony and living with a truly grateful heart and a heart that is at peace for whatever the day brings, whether it's something you love or something you can turn into a lesson. Yeah, just living in harmony and in peace and with gratitude. I feel like it's kind of complicated and there's so much that goes into describing it, but inner peace is really at the end of the day, it's just like we all are going to have our own definition for it and it's more of a state of being and a feeling than it is something that's easily put into words on a piece of paper, you know? It might be easier to define it when we look at what inner peace is not. So let me think, inner peace is not living a high stress, high cortisol life. It's not constantly being burnt out by work or by a bunch of tasks that you're putting on your plate. Inner peace is not being reactive in situations with your spouse. For me, it's not living a life where I procrastinate or I'm forgetful or I'm cluttered and unorganized. That's not inner peace for me. And again, see how I'm saying for me, because it can be different for everyone else. And I think a big one is inner peace is not constantly worrying about things that I can't control or things that might happen in the future. And just in general, not needing or feeling the need to control everything. So I hope by some of those definitions, you kind of understand what inner peace is, or you're kind of getting the gist of what it looks like for you based off what I'm telling you my experiences are. But now the next question or the next step is, okay, I get what inner peace is, but why should I care about it? Why should I care about achieving inner peace? Why is it important? Inner peace affects every area of your life, from your job to your relationships, to your physical health, to your mental health. It affects how you sleep, how you perform at work. 
It affects your creativity in the world. It can even affect your self-confidence, your self-esteem, and the choices that you make for yourself. By living with inner peace, you're going to be living more optimally in really every area. So for the main portion of this episode today, I have a list of things that affect your inner peace, and I want to run through them and just break some of them down. And I hope that these will just raise questions in your head, and it'll be maybe the start of the conversation that you have with yourself of your journey to experiencing more inner peace, or maybe you're just starting your journey and you've never really thought about inner peace and this just kind of awakens something in you that wants to strive for more inner peace. That's my goal here. So the first thing that affects your inner peace I have written down is your environment. There's many parts to this. Let's first talk about like your actual physical environment at your house, your living space. So when you're living in a space that is cluttered, unorganized, maybe it's dirty, you don't feel motivated there, it really does affect you and it affects your inner peace. Because if you wake up and there's clothes all over the floor and food wrappers, whatever, things that don't make you feel good, you're ultimately putting yourself environmentally in a place that's going to disrupt your inner peace. A little personal thing that I need to share. If I have a messy space, say my room is a disaster. If I have laundry that I just didn't do and it's all scattered everywhere and I have stuff on the floor... If I live in that for a couple of days, it's going to build up because every time I walk into my room and see it, I'm just going to have this kind of icky feeling of like low motivation to do anything. And if I'm like, okay, well, it's already messy and there's already stuff on the floor, I might as well just keep throwing my laundry on the floor. And it's going to build up and get worse and worse and worse until one day it's just, I can't stand it anymore. And that's a real life thing. Like I've done that many times. And a way that I like to combat that. I found if I can just take 10, 15, 20 minutes at the beginning of the day and at the end of the day, end of the day to just tidy up my space, it helps so much because maybe you can't get it absolutely perfect. Maybe you can't deep clean and totally declutter, but if you can at least make it look tidy, then you will be more motivated anytime you walk into that room. Or if you don't spend your whole day at your house, if you don't work from home like me, imagine how nice it would be to come home and you just first thing in the morning, you did a 10 minute cleanup. So now you're coming home to a tidy and clean space and whatever you have in store for you for the rest of the day, you're doing it in a tidy and organized space. This is especially true if you work from home though, if you have an office space like I do, this is one of the biggest things for me. If my office has papers everywhere and random trash or anything, I am so unmotivated. I'll get distracted every couple minutes. I will be wanting to leave that space, go into the kitchen, get a snack. I like actually just don't want to be in there. So if before I sit down, if I wake up, you know, 30 minutes earlier and just wipe down my desk, organize everything, light a candle, put a um, natural oil diffuser on, whatever I got to do to make that space feel good and feel motivating, it seriously improves my work life and my uh, focus and my motivation so much. So real quick, think about the top three places that you spend most of your time on a weekly basis, like your environments. So for me, it would probably be my office, my car, I'm running errands a lot, and my kitchen because I cook most of my meals at home. So take a second, think about yours, just think of a few in your head and think how is that space affecting you? Do you, when you walk into that space, do you feel peace in that space? Do you feel motivated or do you find yourself feeling cluttered, disorganized, um, 
stressed, (laughs) like bad emotions or good emotions by stepping into that environment. And if they're good, great, keep it up. That's awesome. If you're experiencing negative emotions by stepping into that space, maybe just take an extra five, 10 minutes to tidy it. You can do a deep clean when you have time. I know that that's not realistic for all of us to have a completely deep cleaned space all the time, but you can have a tidied space that at least makes you feel good by just sitting down. Okay, the next little bullet point I have on your environment, we're mainly talking about indoor spaces, but I wanna challenge you to find an environment outside as well that you can get to a couple times of the day. For me, that looks like taking a sunrise ocean dip or a sunset dip. It looks like taking a lunch break to go down to the beach, maybe ride my bike or go on a walk outside in the sunshine just for 30, 45 minutes in the middle of the day. And then, like I said, in the beginning and in the end. So I like to break my day up if I'm like having a full on work at home day. I just know that I want to take I mean, sunrise for me, sometimes it'll be 15 minutes, but just going outside and getting sunlight in my eyes the first 15 minutes, that does something so incredible for me. And then one in the middle of the day and then one at the end of the day. Um, I know that that's not everybody's schedule. That's not totally doable. So you got to find what works for you. Say you work a nine to five, maybe getting up a little bit extra early and going for a morning walk. And then at your lunch break, just instead of sitting in your office to eat, you could go walk around wherever you are, just getting some sunshine in a little bit. And then at night, I don't know, going to a park or honestly, even if you have time to go for a drive with your windows down and just see the sunset out your window, wherever you are, little things like that, that you can get out of your indoor environment and into an outdoor environment. I feel like that boosts your mood and also brings you so much inner peace as well. The next topic I want to talk about on things that affect your inner peace is stress outlets. So stress outlets, I'm going to define these as things you do to relieve your stress. We all go through things that bring us stress throughout the day. That's totally normal. It means that we're humans living life and doing things. And it's not necessarily a bad thing, but I think it becomes a bad thing when you don't have a healthy way of coping with that stress. So you got to find coping mechanisms that support the life you're trying to live. And those are the stress outlets. So I like to break it down to a creative outlet, a physical outlet, and a mental outlet. So for creative, that can look like any type of creativity, any type of art form. If you're gifted, which I'm not in like music or singing or something, something in music, that can be one. It can be in painting, drawing, sketching, something like that. It can be in interior design or just reorganizing your house or something with like the design. It can be in, I don't know, graphic design, in scrolling through Pinterest and just making boards that motivate and inspire you. Um, It can be in literally anything that expresses your art or expresses your creativity. I feel like doing that at least once a day, even if it's like the simplest thing that takes five minutes, if you can find a way to express yourself through art, that is a huge stress reliever. Um, The next one is physical and this is huge. Everybody knows obviously working out is great for you because it gets your body moving, it gets your blood flowing, it gets your endorphins rushing. It has so, so many benefits and I think a huge one that a lot of times we overlook is that it brings you inner peace. Physical exercise and just activity in general is one of my favorite ways to relieve stress. If I ever get 
a text message or a phone call or an email or a meeting or something that brings me any type of negative emotion or stress, I'm not kidding. The first thing I want to do is just go release that stress in some type of movement or activity. It can be dancing. It can be a weight training workout. It can be yoga, Pilates, going for a run, going for a walk, swimming, anything that just gets my body moving. I feel like it literally shakes the stress out, especially if you can sweat. I feel like that just feels like I'm actually detoxing from my body. And yeah, that brings me so much inner peace. And you'll find that afterwards, or I'll find at least, I'll speak for myself, but I, I'm i sure some people can resonate with this too. After when you get done with that workout, you think back to what stressed you out so much in the beginning and you're like, oh my gosh, I feel so much more level-headed. I feel clear in my conscious and I'm able to handle this issue now without all of the emotion and stress involved. I just see it as it is. And I don't know, some, working out just really, really does something for you mentally and physically with that. And then the last one is a mental outlet. And for me, that looks like journaling, something about just writing all your thoughts down and getting them out of your head and putting them on paper allows you to see them with a much bigger perspective and kind of like a third person viewpoint. Like you're almost reading your thoughts as if another character is writing them and you're able to kind of look at them and decide, okay, is that really as big of a deal as I'm making it up in my head? And in the big picture, in the grand scheme of things, does this really matter as much as it feels like it matters on my heart right now? Another one is meditating. I can't say that I have gotten into this so much myself. I really have tried. I just get distracted so easily. I can do it for a few minutes, but the people that are like, oh, I wake up and I meditate for 30, 40 minutes. I'm like, girl, how? (laughs) Like, teach me because that is so challenging for me. But it's something that I do want to get better at because even when I can sit still and meditate for, you know, like three, four minutes, I do feel so much more at peace. And I think that's an incredible tool. It's definitely one that comes with practice and with consistency, but there's a lot of guided meditations too that you can just type in on Spotify and you can type in like gratitude meditation or sleepy time meditation or going on a walk meditation. There's so many that you can experiment with if you want to try that out. But what I do love about meditation is it just helps you to focus on being present right in the present moment and not worrying about the future or the past, but just experiencing life right where you are. And as thoughts come in, you can acknowledge them and let them pass through and not have to cling on to them or hyper-focus on them or anything, but it allows you to just like truly be right where you are. And I love that. And I think that alone brings so much inner peace. Another mental outlet for stress I found is deep breathing exercises. I love the idea that breathing, it comes naturally to us, right? Like since the very day we were born, our body knew how to breathe. It is an involuntary movement that your body takes on. But there's also a type of breathing that is voluntary that you can choose to do. And that is those deep intentional breaths that are meant to really calm down your nervous system. So I learned from my heated spin class, actually, it's a very high stress environment. Um, And it's a great workout, but obviously you're only in there for 55 minutes and then you're meant to go back to normal after. But we're taught to teach our riders to do a deep inhale for four and then a deep exhale for six. And that's because it calms down your parasympathetic nervous system by exhaling longer than you inhale. It 
just slows down everything and just really calms down your nervous system, which I thought was so interesting. And after trying that all throughout class in probably the most high stress situation of a class you could be in, think about heated infrared spin. When you practice that breath, whether you're going fast or slow or heavy or light, whatever, it really has a way of centering you on the inside. And no matter what the circumstances are on the outside, you have kind of like a calmness and like a control of your breath that you can you can hold on to in that moment. And there's so many other types of deep breathing you can type in on YouTube or even Spotify, I think, that are like guided breathing meditations as well. And those are really, really cool. Okay, moving on to the next thing that affects your inner peace, and that is your spiritual state. Now, I want to be careful here because I am a Christian. You guys that listen to this regularly have probably heard me talk about my faith a little bit on here in each episode. I feel like naturally it just comes out, but I don't ever want to force my religion or my beliefs or any of that onto a listener that maybe doesn't believe what I believe in. So that's definitely not what I'm trying to do in this portion, but I think that your spiritual state does have a huge effect on your inner peace. And for me, the first question I just want you to ask yourself is like, what do you believe in? I think that alone, whatever your answer is to that, just knowing what you believe in and believing it to your core is something that will actually bring you so much inner peace. Because if you go your whole life not knowing what you believe in and not trying to figure out what you believe in um, and coming to a place where you can truly say like, I believe this, I feel like you're always going to have kind of an inner chaos or an inner question mark, I guess. And I feel like that right there is kind of the opposite of inner peace. So for me, I do believe in God. And for me, being at a spiritual state that is healthy and that brings me inner peace means being in relationship with my God, being in worship, being in the word, being in community with other people that I can talk to about my faith. And a huge one also is being in alignment with what I believe. Because once you've got the answer to, okay, what do you believe? Then I think the next question you can ask yourself is, are you living in alignment with what you believe? For me, the number one thing here is loving people and loving God. That is what matters most in my relationship with God. That's what I feel like matters most above anything. And I would never be the one to sit here and read off a list of rules of my religion or anything that is so not about what I think it is. I don't think Christianity is a rule book that you're supposed to follow and check off or anything. And I think a lot of times people make it that when we start talking about it in this way, like if you're living in alignment with it. And at the end of the day, there's so many people that say what's wrong, what's right, blah, blah, blah. I think it's a super personal thing to you. And I think going to God, being in his word, um, being in relationship with him, being in worship, you're going to find the answers that you're looking for. But I'm not ever going to be one to sit here and say like, here's the rules, you know? But I say all this to say, whatever you do believe in, I think it plays a huge role in your inner peace. I mean, my faith gives me the deepest and purest form of inner peace and being in prayer constantly plays the biggest role for me in my inner peace. So yeah, figure out what you believe in And if you don't know, make it a journey that starts now. Like try to figure out what you truly believe in. Because when you know what you believe in and you know how to live in in alignment with what you believe in, you're going to be living in inner peace. Okay, the next one is people. The next thing that affects your inner peace is people. Who are your friends? Who is your partner? Who do you spend the most time with? What type of people are you surrounding yourself by? I love the quote. It's something like the three people that you spend the most time with is who you'll become most like or something along the lines of that. I'm so bad at quoting stuff right off the bat, but 
you get the gist of what I'm saying. The people that you surround yourself with are going to be the people that determine who you become, who you act like, and who you are as a person yourself. So just think for a second, your friends, are they having a positive impact on you that's bringing you inner peace? Or are maybe they bringing you negativity into your life sometimes or stress into your life? And I don't say this to say that, you know, your friends need to be perfect by any means. That's not it at all because no human is perfect. I'm not perfect for sure. My friends aren't perfect. But I am saying just be intentional and be careful about who you're spending most of your time with because their characteristics, their habits, and the way that they live life is going to rub off on you. So you want to make sure that you're choosing people that bring you positivity, bring you peace, bring you joy. They have fun with you. They're level-headed. They're kind. You know, all the qualities that you want to be like, um, those are who you want to surround yourself with, the people that also have those qualities. Your partner, if you have one, plays a huge role on your inner peace. You can have a partner that brings you stability, comfort, inner peace, love, kindness, compassion, or you can have one that brings you stress, pain, anxiety. And I want to be very sensitive here because I have a partner now that is so incredible and brings me so much inner peace and stability and love and everything, but I haven't always had that. And I know what it's like to be on the other side and have a partner that does bring you stress and pain and hurt and all the bad things as well. So I don't say this to sit here and be like, I'm perfect. And I chose the good partner. No, I know what it's like to not have that. And it affects your entire life. It affects everything. Um, and that just boils down to the same thing. Inner peace affects so much of you. And if there's anything in your life that is disrupting your inner peace, it's a good idea to, I don't know, contemplate it and really, really think like, do I still want this person in my life? Or would I maybe be better if I took a break from this? And that's a really hard conversation to have with yourself, but also with that person too. But for whoever needs to hear it, if someone is disrupting your inner peace, it is so not worth it. It is really worth it to either have a conversation where you can work with that partner to change that if that's possible, or maybe take a break or just cut it off entirely. Because now being on the other side of it and having someone that's truly amazing and does bring me so much inner peace, I just can't even explain how incredible it is. And I just know that everybody deserves that. You deserve that if you're listening to this and you feel like you don't have that yet. And again, no human is perfect. That's not what I'm saying. But contemplate your relationships, contemplate your friendships. And just sit with yourself and really think like, is this person bringing me positivity and inner peace or are they doing the opposite? And that can go with friendships or relationships, whatever type of relationship in your life. Another one on people is who are you listening to? Maybe it's an artist, a songwriter, an influencer, someone on YouTube, a podcaster, whatever it is, who are you spending your time listening to? And are they bringing you inner peace or are they... I don't know, maybe gossiping all the time or talking a lot of drama or talking just things that don't really make you feel good and make your inner peace feel a little bit disrupted. Or are you listening to someone that's bringing you that calmness and making you feel truly good? And last one on people, and this might be a little curveball, but just hear me out. Who are you in service to? And I don't mean in service by an actual job, although it could be, but who are you serving in a way that you are 
being a blessing to somebody. Because I think true inner peace is a balance of taking care of yourself, but also taking care of others in the world around you. Because if you're so focused on only caring about yourself, you're not going to have inner peace. It's about balance. And I think it's finding that healthy, good balance between caring for yourself, loving yourself, but also doing the same for others. So I think at any given moment, you should have something, some organization, someone in your life that you are somewhat in service to, whether that is a financial donation monthly or whether that's a friend that you're calling up on a weekly to chat with them and just, I don't know, be a blessing to them in that day. Maybe it's actual volunteer or service work. If you're a content creator or an influencer, you can use your job as that. I like to do that myself. These podcasts are definitely part of that for me and YouTube vlogs and anything that I know can add some type of value to someone's life. My fitness app, literally anything, it truly makes me feel very fulfilled as much as you know, I'm getting awesome feedback from you guys saying you love it. I'm also experiencing such a good thing from it. I don't know how to word it other than such a good thing, but I'm being blessed by that too, because it's again, creating that balance for me of taking care of myself, but also being in service to others. So get creative with it. There's no one way to do it. Literally, whoever is in your life that you can add value to or be a blessing to, just find a way to actively and consistently give back because that's going to create that balance in your life and bring you ultimately inner peace in that area of your life. Okay, I have a few more, but I think I'm going to make a part two on this because we are coming up on 30 minutes right now and I want to keep these episodes a little bit short for the time being so that they're easy for you guys to go on a quick walk and just listen to. So stay tuned for the part two. I'm excited because I feel like I just got to the good middle section of all the points I had to share and I can't wait to dive into the rest of them. I hope these resonated with you guys. I hope they're adding value to your life. Make sure if you are loving these episodes or if you have anything to say with feedback or just want to chat or anything at all, you can always DM me. My DMs are open. You can leave a review and let me know what you liked, what you want to hear more of. And as always, I'm loving seeing your guys' story reposts of the podcast. It's really fun to see who's listening. And then it also helps me to spread the word about this and reach more people on here. So thank you so much for all of you who are doing that. I hope you have a beautiful Monday or whatever day you're listening to this and I'll see you for part two next week. Much love.